There is so much you can do to foster your own healing and wellness, whether it's physical pain, sleeplessness, anxiety, or you're just plain down in the dumps. The tools of yoga, including the postures or asana, breath or pranayama, meditation, Ayurveda, and study of sacred texts all work together to foster healing, wellness, and longevity. Welcome to Ready, Get Centered, Go. I'm Jess Goulding. There is so much you can do to foster your own healing and wellness, whether it's physical pain, sleeplessness, anxiety, or you're just plain down in the dumps. The tools of yoga, including the postures or asana, breath or pranayama, meditation, Ayurveda, and study of sacred texts all work together to foster healing, wellness, and longevity. Welcome to Ready, Get Center, Go. I'm Jess Goulding. Recently, I was interviewed on the podcast, Know Your Truth, with Erica Marcoux. We had a really great conversation about agency, one's ability to heal oneself, and the power of yoga therapy in that healing. Over the next few episodes, I'd like to take you on a little journey of some of my past clients and the struggles that they came to me with and what we did and what their journey was, just so you can have an idea of how much agency you indeed have in your own healing as well. I've been at this for a few years now, and the first conversation with a new client always gets my creative juices flowing. Our discussion around what brings them in, what's their history, and what their goals are create a sort of map that guides us to their own particular path of healing. For example, a woman came to see me when she was feeling weak, not just energetically, although that was true, but also she felt weak in her voice. She felt she didn't have a voice at work and she wanted something to help her speak up. Now here's what's interesting. Not only was her voice weak and her energy weak, but her digestion was as well. So we took some steps to improve digestion. It's right there in the power center. And we took some steps to improve her vocalization, the use of her voice. So with digestion, we slowly replaced the cold foods she was eating with warmer, warmer foods that were more nutritious and grounding. And she had a morning routine. And this morning routine would help kickstart her digestion so that her power center had a chance to start growing. So power center is third chakra, and that's your sense of your will to be able to manifest in the world. It's also the flame where we have digestion. So those two things come together to say, hey, we need a little effort in the power and some work on the kindling of the digestive juices. She had a simple practice, which she aimed to do daily. Start with full yogic breath, just getting in touch with the inner landscape of mind and body. A little kalabati breath with a strong exhale to start to work the core a little bit, ignite some digestion there, and some gentle forward folds so that the fire doesn't grow too hot, but to get some downward grounding energy. But I'd say the one that was most helpful might have been brahmari breath or bees breath, 
where we vocalize and let sound vibrate through the throat and neck area with the intention of feeling her voice, to actually feel that vibration and connect to it day after day. So over time, we realized her work voice wasn't the problem. So every conversation would have a little aha moment, a little bit more clarity. As soon as she had new colleagues at work, her voice was working just fine. The thing was, the harder realization is that she had trouble using her voice at home with her husband. She wanted to speak up, to ask him for a deeper sense of care and connection, to listen when she had things to share, or to be okay when she disagreed. I'm happy to say that she eventually did find her voice. It was a good and steady, clear-sighted voice. She began to share with her husband her thoughts and ideas, and he received them well, to her surprise. In one of her follow-up intakes, she says, I feel like all of the pieces are fitting together, and every little suggestion or way of looking at things differently is building something I can stand on and catch me when I fall or tilt. Just thinking about the support I've gotten makes me feel lighter and less frantic. This is my job, support, so that those who I'm working with can feel lighter and less frantic. When you have that sense, you have a better chance of really tuning in to what's happening within you and start to move your life's work towards your intention, whether it's to vocalize more deeply, manifest something in the world, or even just have a little more fun. So the fifth chakra is where the voice resides. And so I'm going to take you on a little bit of a Brahmari practice here. So wherever you are, whether you're walking, sitting, standing, you can do this. Uh, Brahmari has lots of benefits, um, including better digestion, better sleep at night, and clearing out blockages around the area of fifth chakra, speaking your voice, speaking your truth. Anyone who comes to me with neck tension, shoulder tension, and jaw tension is likely going to walk away with a practice of Brahmari. So we can do this together now, but first tune in with a little bit of full yogic breath. So if your hands are free, if your hands are free, place one hand on your upper chest, one hand on your low belly, and just be sure that you're breathing in the right order. So there's something called reverse breathing, where one would suck in their belly as they inhale and push it out on the exhale. It's reverse breathing, and it's it can become a habit that's hard to overcome, but it's worth it. We really need to let that inhale soften inwards, diaphragm lowers, and the abdomen can soften and poke out a little bit. Then the exhale, intentionally draw the low belly in. So the inhale fills first the upper chest and upper back, then the side ribs, then the low belly all the way down, and then exhale draws in the low belly. Give yourself a couple rounds of full yogic breath wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Good 
continue that as I keep talking. Brahmari means bee's breath. This is a subtle vibra vibration of the throat that's just meant to sound like a buzzing bee. If you picture a sound wave where there's a low point to a high point and back down to a low point, that's the, set, that's the wave that your voice will follow. So it comes in low, gains some volume, gains a little higher pitch, and then comes back down. And you do this for several breaths. We can do this together. I love doing this one in the car if I want to have a little bit of just activation of, of throat chakra. Uh, I actually have some clients who will do this in the middle of the night. If they wake up and can't sleep, they do a little brahmari and go back to sleep. A little word of warning, though, if the working with the throat agitates your system, then brahmari at night would be counterproductive. So it's very, very individual. And it really encourages you to tune into your own experience. So let's do a little bit of bee's breath together. Soften on the inhale. Strengthen on the exhale. And inhale to begin. Keep using the belly to draw in as you as you buzz, breathe in. Stay separate. Face is easy. Keep going. One more. Then just notice how you feel. You might notice many things. One might be a greater sense of calm. The other might be agitation. This is information. This is information for you to get curious about, to write down patterns, to say, oh, when I, when I sing or when I chant or when I do this Brahmari breath, it makes me want to scream. Or write it down and remember to do it every day if it makes you feel better. With yoga therapy, the idea is that things accumulate over time. So there's no pill that you take once and things are magically better. This is meant to adjust you on a deep, deep level. So you, it even turns some healthy, good genes on and can turn some genes off that lead towards disease. This is, there's a vast body of study available to us now that demonstrates how well these practices work, but they have to be done and they have to be given time. So patience is always a good practice to learn. I would love to hear how this goes for you. Give yourself, 
You know, challenge yourself to do Brahmari every day for eight days and just see what you notice. You might notice some things right away or it might take a little time. You can do this in your car, in your shower, or just add it to your daily meditation or at the end of your yoga practice. What you're doing is stimulating the vagus nerve that runs from the brainstem down your spine and winds around forward all the muscles, the soft tissues of digestion, respiration, circulation. So it's a good practice of stimulating your internal body workings. If you're interested in knowing more, then we could, we could have a discovery call. I now have a yoga therapy page on my website at jessgoulding.com. I have a way for you to schedule on there, a 20 minute, 30 minutes maybe, free phone call to just talk a little bit about your history and maybe what goals you would have in mind for starting a yoga therapy practice. A practice could be anywhere from five minutes while the coffee's brewing to a full 45 minute work that you do every day. It's also piecemealed with lots of little things to try, you know, like taking a walk in the woods. Always good for healing. Either way, my website, jessgoulding.com, has lots of resources for you to download or to listen. If you're interested in the morning routine I gave to this client, it's right there on my website called Morning Glow, and it comes with a free downloadable PDF. So you can print it, tape it to your mirror, and start your day with strengthening your will, igniting your Agni, the fire of digestion. So be sure to go to jessgoulding.com and schedule a discovery call or just use any of the resources there. There's even a mini course called The Way of the Warrior. Here in that course, I explain in detail how to build a healthy, healthy and happy warrior one, two, and three. And I align it with the three paths of yoga, the mind, the effort, and the spirit. So it comes with a free ebook for you to download and do a little bit of reflection. So there's plenty for you to go play with there. I'd love to have a conversation with you anytime. Keep using these over 100 now episodes of Ready, Get Centered, Go to just bring a little centering to your life every day. I'd love to hear from you. I would appreciate it if you write a review and tell a friend. And until I see you next time, this is Jess Goulding, keeping you centered.